welcome back to Audaciously You with Sharice Jones, the podcast that pulls out that inner unicorn that really lives on the inside of you. And she's like screaming to get out, swirl, throw confetti, be her best, shine her brightest, and just let her out to play, smash her goals, and live her absolute best and brightest life. Yeah, this is the practical podcast that gives you proven tips and very solid advice on how to let that inner audacious woman out to shine and play. Not just just shine, but also play. And I'm Sharice Jones. I am the CEO of a brand that you may have heard of called Sassy Jones. We are a fashion and a lifestyle brand that has had immense success. We've got a multi-million dollar brand and I'm a mom, a twin mom. Yeah, six-year-old boys and I work with my husband. So I know a thing or two about, you know, the hard life, but also the abundant life. So welcome to Audaciously You with Sharice Jones. Hey, welcome back to Audaciously You with Sharice Jones, the podcast that pulls that inner audacious woman that lives on the inside of you out so that she can get up on releve so she can dance so she can be seen bright sparkly and shiny yeah she lives on the inside of you and i am here to help you with tips and tricks and a really just life experience and so how you can let her rise up just a little bit easier so welcome back we've been talking about a little bit of everything and this next topic for today's podcast has legit been in my spirit in my spirit Um, because I see a ton of things on social media that need to be dispelled. I'm just going to give you a quick disclaimer before we even jump in and get started. You're going to hear this, honey, typically in the audio world, they'll tell you to take off all your jewelry so that you can like be quiet. Honey, you may hear a little Zaria rattle. So, um, just, just FYI, like what happened? Zaria happened. It's a necklace, by the way. Anywho. So listen, I want to talk about um, some lies. Yeah, that yucky L word. I want to chat about lies about entrepreneurship because there has been, um, especially like in the pandemic, like this mass, what they call the the grand exodus, um, everyone wants to start a business. And I think that that is the most amazing thing in the world. I've been doing this for a few years now. Um, I've been a serious entrepreneur, full-time entrepreneur, I should say, um, for six years. And um, I've been sort of like tinkering, sort of like side hustle for three years. So total um, with total experience with the business is about eight years. And in my experience, um, here's why that is a little bit different because you're like, oh, you're a baby in the entrepreneurial world. And yes, you are absolutely right. But in my very toddler status, um, I've been able to scale my brand to the number one retailer on the Inc. 5000 list out of 5,000 companies. We're the number one in our category. And we've scaled over 12,000% in the last three years in revenue. So take my advice with a little grain of salt, (laughs) but I just want to be able to put it into perspective as to what kind of or what angle my advice comes from. So, honey, scrolling up and down Instagram will have you thinking that you can legit 
live in Fiji, one second, um, go to Bali, one second, go to Ethiopia, one second, be in Zanzibar, all of the different places while you run your incredibly instantly successful business. And I am here to be, I ain't even going to use a pen. I'm going to take one of my earring backs, you know, or just the earring backs and pop that bubble because it is a lie. And I know some of y'all might be shocked. You know, you might have a certain number of responses like shock or you're like, no, Sharice, it's true. I can do this, 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 this and all of the things. I'm a firm believer and you can have all of the things because I do. I'm also a firm believer that you can have all of the things, just not all at once. Okay, shall we begin? First lie about entrepreneurship is that it is easy. Hmm. Should have brought a Honda. Let me just let you know here and now entrepreneurship, while I recommend and suggest that everyone has a side hustle or, you know, something personal, some passion project that you work toward. I want to let you know, Booski, that it is not easy by the most like farthest stretch of the imagination. It is easily one of the hardest things that you will ever do. However, that's why they say not everyone is designed to be an entrepreneur, okay? There is such luxury and there is such sanity associated with having predictability, your regular job, you know, a, a predictable paycheck and not, and you'll get to that a certain point in that in your entrepreneur life. But just starting out for those of you, um, I'm not here to like, I'll do another podcast, sis, on like the best tips for entrepreneur. Matter of fact, I got a YouTube video up on that on Sassy Jones TV. I am here just to give you the real, I am, imagine me as your, your auntie. And I'm like sitting you down on the couch and giving you the 100% absolute real. Okay. So it's not um, easy. It may look easy. You may um, think that you own your freedom. But one of the things that I have found is that from my corporate job, now working for myself, I work harder for myself than I have anyone else. (laughs) I work more hours now than I've worked in the past. Now, yes, I do enjoy what I do. I love it. And a lot of times it doesn't feel like work. And I think that's why I can, you know, sort of like um, go into overdrive. But that for me is not what I want my life to look like long term. So that's why I go super hard right now so that I can, you know, I've built a team. We've got 40 people on the staff um, as of right now. And, you know, so that you can like take it easy and coast a bit. But there's going to be some hard running when you first get your feet on the ground. So I don't want the glamorous things that you see on social media to fool you into believing that, oh, I can just set up a stand or, oh, I can just start a website or, oh, I can just open a store because I've done all of those things <laughs> and um, and the people will come. It is not true. You're going to have to insanely market. You're going to have to get uncomfortable, be very creative on an everyday ongoing basis And I happen to be one of those people and a ton of friends as well who enjoy that kind of thing, who enjoy um, sort of like thriving in in chaos on a regular basis. So, you know, that is that's what I call the one percent. But I'm not I'm not 
touting or like tooting up the 1%. I'm just saying that it's a different person. Like it's a different person who likes to go to the gym three times a day. It's a different person who is a vegan and can stick to that lifestyle, right? It's just a discipline and anyone can be groomed toward it. But I just want to be very um, transparent with you because I'm just so, uh, I'm so discouraged by a lot of entrepreneurs that I see on social media, you know, giving up because they thought that it would be easier. And I just want to let you know right now that it's it's going to be one of the hardest things that you ever do. Um, And can it be done? Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Living proof of that. Lie number two. Lie number two is that entrepreneurship will make you rich. <gasps> How many of us have heard that before? Because like on on the social media, right? You scroll through Instagram and you see the Ferraris, and you see the Bentleys, and you see the Rolls Royce, and you see the Mercedes, and you see all the glamorosity. <laughs> And you automatically associate, oh, working for myself means that I will be rich. And that has a bit of truth to it. Yes, I will say that um, with a certain intelligent execution, yes, yes, you can. Yep. But is that the case for 100% of entrepreneurs? No. In fact, in fact, entrepreneurship can really cause you to hurt yourself financially. Um, because if I hadn't smartened up just a little bit about my backstory, I um, we are not funded. The, the brand that I've built, which is very rare for <laughs> brands that have scaled as fast as we have, um, we're not funded or um, any of that. I've never pitched the brand and have investors or any of that, right? And I'm not saying it's a right or wrong thing. I'm just saying that that's been... Um, that was my experience. That's how I got it up off the ground. Um, it was completely grassroots. And what I did is I sold a car. That was my capital. I got $3,200 for selling off a Mercedes. That was paid off. And I used that and kept flipping it to uh, fund and, you know, grow the brand. I did not start paying myself a regular, like, direct deposit paycheck via ADP. Um, <laughs> it was a payroll company until about... Three years ago, three and a half years ago, Booski. Yeah, up until then, I just took what I needed to take out of the business. All the money went to paying employees um, and paying expenses and inventory. And at a certain point, I was like, okay, I've worked hard enough. I deserve a predictable paycheck. And that's when it happened. It was not instant. It was not immediate. It was definitely running up credit cards, my personal credit cards, getting into a lot of debt, running up my husband's credit cards, like running our credit scores into the ground to um, fund this and to buy inventory and to pay trade show entry fees, which is like $1,000 or better a pop. And one year I did like 30 of them. So if you can imagine like, you're like, oh, I maxed out my credit card this this month. Lord, what am I going to do? Like, we maxed out every credit card we had to get Sassy Jones, like, <laughs> popping, right? And my husband still had his um, regular job up until, yeah, now three years ago. Um, but it was a immense sacrifice, a, a very, very immense sacrifice, so much so that, like, we weren't even financially stable up until the point where 
I could um, pay myself because up until then it was very volatile. Fun fact. Um, the first round of our payroll processing, because before when I hired a team, it was a very small team, like maybe four or five people. It's like, okay, I was paying them under the table, like via PayPal transfer, like hella, a hella starter, hella 1099, right? But these were full-time W-2s. It's like, okay, you got to get off of that bootleg life. You got to be able to get your books in order. So um, my HR consultant, who happens to be my sister-in-law, shout out Tilly, um, set us up on ADP because you have to have some sort of guide. I have no idea what I'm doing, um, you know, so still sometimes to this day, but you know, I'm a figure it outer and, and maybe so are you. So the ADP process came along and we decided to set our, our employees on that. And girl, they kicked me off of ADP after about eight, nine months. You want to know why? Because the payroll bounced. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Believe it. The employee was so, you know, and I can't even say embarrassing because I knew what it was. I knew what it was. I let the pay, the people get, girl, I know you rolling on the floor. Your mouth is on the ground right now. But this is the grind of the early days. They would, the employees would get paid and they wouldn't take it out my, um, bank, my business banking account until like Tuesday. I was like, well, I'll make it over the weekend. And sometimes I did and sometimes I didn't until, <laughs> until they got it pissed off and it was like, you're canceled. And that was my first interaction with a professional payroll system. Yes. Okay. These are the things the glamorous entrepreneurs won't even talk about, right? The times you skin your knee and fall flat on your face and looking crazy, or you have an employee talking about, I didn't get paid. So it is not true that entrepreneurship will make you rich. If anything, it's going to make you real, 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 real broke first. And then if you can recover and recoup, then you'll start to see fruits of the labor. Okay. So girl, yeah, here's the next slide. That entrepreneurship will make you popular or important. Mm. Mm. I'm going to say it again. The next lie is that entrepreneurship will make you popular and or important in stature, in status, in society. Like there's been this glamorization. I'm loving this word, this podcast, glamorization, glamorosity. <laughs> but there is this glamorization associated with, oh, I work for myself. Oh, I'm an entrepreneur. And all of a sudden there is this um, instant magnetism of like success driven toward your title. And it is not true, girl. You could be a whole, um, whatever, a whole baker, a whole chef, a whole, um, banker, a whole lawyer, right? Like a whole doctor. You don't have to be an entrepreneur to be important. And here's the other thing. It will make you... <laughs> So unpopular in the beginning because you're grinding so hard that you will lose friends. Yeah. Okay. So back when I first, like first, first, first started with uh, building this brand, I had friends that I lost that I can't even really tell you what happened to us. I, I can't even give you a explanation as to like how that relationship fell apart. And despite 
um, rep, you know, repairing after a certain like number of attempts as entrepreneurs, when you're building a business, your, your attention diverts elsewhere because you have a new baby, you have a new child that you're trying to raise up. And all of a sudden you will look up and you'll realize that pruning occurred. And that is a process, you know, I also call it shaking the tree where leaves fall and that's a seasonal thing. But that's when like all the dead weight just, it releases itself. It exits itself. And sometimes, not sometimes, 100% of the time, that is a very necessary, yet painful, but a very necessary occurrence in life. And we have to learn how to step back and appreciate that, even though during the process, it's like, what happened? What is it? What is, what is it about me? You know, girl, five years from then, you'll be like, oh, I understand why that that situation, that relationship could have never never sustained um, my growth and my personal growth, you know, or the growth of my family. And then you find yourself um, associating with more things and people who get you, who speak the language. But my point here is that it's not going to automatically propel you like, oh, I'm so important. It can make you pretty god darn unpopular for, you know, especially while you were grinding out and you're in the lab and you're in your kitchen and you're in your desk and you're, you know, in your house just trying to like figure it out. And sometimes there's tears, sometimes there's frustration. And, you know, and sometimes that can cause us to um, recluse because we're so focused and inundated with figuring this new thing out that we just forget about everything around us. And so that is that is definitely, that can definitely be an effect of entrepreneurship. But I want you to know that, you know, at a certain point, it doesn't have to be that way. I do encourage you um, to stay connected because you're gonna need the relationships. You're gonna need the um, the love around you to to propel you because this stuff, you know, it can, it can legit make you crazy. Like if you were not, Insane. If you're not grounded, you never. I don't understand like how there's some entrepreneurs that just they think it's all themselves and they're self-made and like I did every. I I can't even imagine that life. What a boring life. Somebody along the way encouraged you. Somebody along the way gave you. You know they lifted you up. So in all of that matters, regardless of whether you did the work or not they input into your journey. And so um, it's important. And it's important to receive those moments when you can, because that love tank has to be filled constantly. So yeah, that that's the last lie, sis. It is the last lie. And I'm going to just close this out by saying I am pro, obviously, entrepreneurship, but there's just entirely too much of this. Um, they only show one side of it. That's what I'm going to say. And nobody talking about how they was, you know, in a car crying. Ain't nobody talking about, you know, the delayed shipments and you ain't even got nothing to sell. Ain't nobody talking about, you know, fluctuation um, with um, performance and and um, stats and KPIs and all from uh, COVID and, and staff. And no one even talks about it. But I just want to give you a little glimpse as to um, in sort of expose as to what some of these lies are, okay? It can be glamorous too, yeah, but I'm here for the real. I love you with the love of the Lord. And until next time, I want you to be audaciously and authentically you. Thank you so much for tuning in. 
Thank you so much for tuning into today's podcast, Audaciously You with Sharice Jones. Today's podcast is sponsored by Sassy Jones and the Sassy Jones Foundation, where we help women feel so beautiful during their battle with cancer. Learn more over at shopsassyjones.com.